We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. And here we go. It is a Chiefs game day here on Sports Daily. We've got you covered here throughout the day and right into kickoff tonight. If you want to listen to the Chiefs radio network, you'll be able to do that over on KNSS. That starts at 6. The national broadcast will be right here on KFH, and coverage begins there at 6.30. Tommy and I will be in a national nationally hosted chat room with betql that we'll tell you about a little later in the show but we've got you all covered chiefs chargers thursday night football here we go we expect one of the best games of the year and it comes right at the beginning of the year tommy good morning good morning jacob man it's a big day getting ready for prime time and you know what i think one of the things that i know we'll talk about a little bit later in the show that i'm excited for just as kind of a broadcast nut is seeing what Amazon Prime will offer with Thursday Night Football like it's kind of a a, it's a brand new thing and nobody knows what it's going to look like and I'm looking forward to it it has Al Michaels it'll be fine it'll be just fine (laughs) I'm not worried about it at all he is you know the king Uh, as far as football goes in my opinion they'll be just fine because he'll be driving that ship now as somebody who works at a local TV station I'll tell you people finding the game is going to be an Mm. issue Uh, they I mean it's like wait what it's not on TV no, it's it's not. Uh, it, it's going to be a thing and a problem. And for us, unfortunately, it starts with the Chiefs, and that makes it a pain in the neck. But we're trying to help folks find it. Basically, you got to have Amazon Prime to watch the game. So that's it, it's as simple as that. For most people, that's not a big deal. A lot of people know how to use it, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people still just watch over the air signal, and it's going to be hard to find. And you know, the NFL takes a gamble there with that uh, to put it in. Speaking of gambling, coming up in our next segment, Chelsea Messenger, our Uh, Betting Insider will join us with her favorite picks, not just for for tonight, but for all across the NFL weekend as we make our our way through. Tim Fitzgerald, GoPowerCat.com, our K-State Insider, joins us to talk cats at the top of the hour. Uh, Tom Brady, trouble at home, all kinds of stuff. Tommy Roger Federer just retired. I'm not going to go on some, like, you know, ramble about the impact he's had on my life or anything like that. I, I think he was probably my favorite of the of the Federer Djokovic Nadal run and I I think he was awesome, but you know, it it doesn't move my needle a whole lot, but for a lot of people it does and you know, just another we're we're losing a lot of greats here uh to retirement over the last few years. Maybe Tom Brady twice, but you know, we'll we'll see. <laughs> Roger Federer retired. I'm I'm sure that That impacts a lot of people if you haven't heard that news. Let's preview the Chiefs, Tommy. Uh, This is a game I I think that I have a decent grasp on, but it's interesting because 
as you look at it and as you look at all the predictions and you know from a betting perspective the numbers at 54 and a half and totals that high i believe historically get covered i, I kind of think the defenses are going to show up here a little bit um I, I you know i still expect points do i expect 54 54 and a half i'm not sure keenan allen's not playing it's the short week um I, I kind of both defenses. I feel like got better than they were a year ago. I'm kind of liking, you know, maybe a, you know by by this game standards, more of maybe a 27-21, 27-24 kind of an outcome. But it's a big one for both teams to make a statement as they've made big moves in the off season. Yeah, I don't think that it can really be overstated the the, the impact of this game and how consequential. I know we're in week two, right? It's early on in the season, um, but this is an incredibly important game for both teams coming off of a short week, both teams coming off opening week victories, primetime, divisional matchup, two teams that are battling for the top of the mountain, not only in the division, but in the conference as well. And I, I think what makes it also even more consequential that, I don't think a lot of people have really talked about is let's not forget the chargers are already one and zero in the division. The chiefs have not played a division game yet. So if the chargers can get a victory tonight, they go up, they go two and zero in the division and Kansas city falls to zero and one. And just like that, the chargers have a game and a half lead in the AFC West. Now, of course it's early on, but you know, I, I think that there's been, there's been so much talk about, week one, and then, you know, it's going to be a short matchup. You really, this game early on in the season could have huge ramifications for the way the division plays out. And so there are so many different storylines coming into this game. I think first and foremost, it's the injuries on both sides. You mentioned Keenan Allen, JC Jackson, who the Chargers mm -hmm. went and got this offseason basically for the purpose to slow down Patrick Mahomes is going to be a game time decision tonight. Not sure if he's going to play. I, I I would think he would try to gut it out because, of, of course, that's the reason why the Chargers went out and got him during the offseason. But, you know, injuries with the Chargers and then injuries with the Chiefs. Trip McDuffie out and Harrison Butker out. Matt Amendola is going to be kicking for the Chiefs. We know Patrick Mahomes had a banged up wrist in week one. He should be good to go and basically says everything is fine. He's a little bit sore, but no issues there. But I think the injuries are going to play a big key in which direction this game goes. And, and that's what makes it a little bit uncertain for me. Like, I, 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 you say you have a good grasp on it. I'm not sure I have as good no, of a grasp I, just because I don't I know what's going to happen. I thought I had a good grasp on it. I thought, and, and you're right. The injuries have made me less, especially when I think about defense, if, you know, it, that that's what makes me a little bit leery now is if the Chargers are hobbled defensively, I just, you know, short weeks are weird, right? Like short weeks are a little bit strange when they come out that way. And, and that's the part of it where I'm like, everybody in the world is thinking offense, 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 offense. All the prop bets involve this game going over. And it feels like in a shortened week, with the kind of pass rush that the Chargers have put together, uh, with the way that we saw the Chiefs defense play before that game against the Cardinals got out of hand, by the way, before that game got out of hand, and the Cardinals scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, but the Chiefs defense had them shut down. Now, 
Justin Herbert is a different cat that has lit the Chiefs up at Arrowhead in his two tries so far. I just, I, I think there's a real opportunity for the defenses to show up and show up big. Short week, Chiefs don't have to travel. This will be as big a test as that defense on the Chiefs side gets all year. You know, they, they're going to get better. And the other one, McDuffie's not playing. And so now you got the two top corners for both teams out. And I'm like, well, maybe they are going to score a ton of points. I, I thought I had a good grasp of it. Now I don't. And now I don't know what to do. Um, I'll probably stay away from the over-under. I think I have the under somewhere, something that I took really early in the week. But I'm probably backing off with any last-minute things I put into the game. We'll talk about our thoughts on the betting as we make our way through. But just from a football perspective... I think it's such a big opportunity for the Chiefs defense on the national stage to make a statement. I, I suspect that they're going to make some big plays in this game. Can they slow down the Chargers all the way? I, I, man, I don't know. I don't know that anybody can. I don't know that anybody can slow down the Chiefs, but both defenses got better than they were a year ago. Now, there's injuries, but I'm excited about it because you know, you know when we look back at this season between these two teams, this game will have a direct and immediate impact on what's going to be a tight, tight divisional race. Without a doubt. And with Keenan Allen held out, you have to imagine that Justin Herbert is going to target Mike Williams a lot. You know, they signed Williams to an extension during the offseason. He's played really, really well against Kansas City uh, in in years uh, before this one. In fact, in the two matchups last season that Mike Williams and, and the Chargers had against Kansas City, Williams was targeted 18 times by Justin Herbert for a grand total of 10 receptions, 171 yards, and two touchdowns. And so he's more than likely going to be the primary target for Justin Herbert throwing the football in this game. It's going to be a real test for the defensive backs for Kansas City to see what they could do. And obviously with Trent McDuffie out, that's going to put an even more big uh, focus on, on what they can do to limit those receptions from Mike Williams. So I look at that as a, you know, a big key. Of course, they've got Austin Eckler, who's one of the top backs in the NFL. Uh, limiting him on the ground is going to be obviously essential too. But then I look at, you flip it and you look at offensively for Kansas City and what the defense for Los Angeles has put together. We don't know about J.C. Jackson. That's a given. We don't know. We won't know until game time. But another player, another acquisition from Los Angeles that looks to be, you know, a, a key guy, and he has been his entire career is Khalil Mack. You know, coming over, playing for the Chargers, and you look at what he's been able to do in his career, and then paired up opposite of Joey Bosa. That's going to be a big test for the offensive line for Kansas City who really didn't have a great showing uh, in week one against the Cardinals. Patrick Mahomes, you know, the, the, the Cardinals defense, they were able to get to Mahomes a few different times in that game. So that's going to be a big test for the offensive line for Kansas City. Trey Smith is injured. That's another injury that Kansas City is dealing with. And so, you know, there's, in my opinion, that's a huge matchup to keep there, to keep my eyes on is what's going to happen with Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, the pass rusher, rushers for the Chargers trying to break through that offensive line and get to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's for sure. It, see, that to me is that, that's what I'm saying. Like all the attention to me seems to be on the two defenses here. Um, we saw the Chargers turn over the Raiders three times. We saw the pass rush wreak havoc against the Raiders and sort of hold them down a little bit. And I do think the Raiders are going to be one of the NFL's top offenses this year. I also think the Cardinals are going to end up being a top offense. Granted, they were hobbled when they played the Chiefs, but the Chiefs shut them down. 
And so as impressive as we know these offenses are and as impressive as the Chiefs offense was, especially in game one, both these defenses made major statements in the first week. Can they overcome, though, top corners being out of this game? That's, you know, that's a bit of an unknown this early in the season. That's a real wild card because we haven't had any time yet this year to see the depth of secondaries and things like that. Offensively for the Chiefs, knowing the pass rush that's there for the Chargers, do you suspect... See, I sort of suspect some quick hitters. Like, this feels pretty good on a Clyde Edwards-Alaire game. Everything feels good as a Travis Kelsey game each and every week. But I'll tell you... I, it, Pat, go back to when Patrick Mahomes said it's going to be a different guy every week. Last week felt more traditional for this offense, right? Pepper Kelsey, get your, your top two targets involved a little bit. I think we may see secondary players have a role this week because there may be some gadget players, some quick hitters, things like that to try and keep the Chargers defense on its heels just a little bit. Do they try to run the ball a little bit to keep those pass rushers on their heels a little bit? We always say that, and they never run the ball, but... If you're ever going to run the ball, this might be a week to do it with those two guys on the edges. Maybe it's Sky Moore making his presence known for the Chiefs. I, I actually took, I don't know if you've seen this, Tommy, we're, we're partners with BetMGM on this show. I have this promotion where you can basically pick on any Thursday or Monday game, you can pick a, a, a first touchdown score, which are usually really good odds. And then if you miss it, they give you a $25 free bet. So, like, you put $25 on that. and they Every game this year, they're doing that. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do that now and just start taking some mega long shot guys, knowing I've got the insurance, see if I can ever hit it. I did Sky more this week. And I did it because I feel like, especially in a scripted first series, which we know the Chiefs love to do, one of the ways they may be able to keep those pass rushers on their heels is some sort of like game-breaking bubble screen, some, you know, something like that where they set them up and do that. But it does feel like less of a chance that they just sit back in the pocket with Mahomes and let him carve up the defense. I, I just don't know that any team's going to have time to do that against this pass rush this year. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I think that you look at um, what the 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 running game was able to do a week ago against Arizona, and I feel more encouraged about maybe leaning on that running game a little bit more after what we saw out of Edward D. Lair and Pacheco and McKinnon in week one. All three of them looked pretty solid. Now, obviously, the, the defense with L.A. is a little bit different than than what it is with Arizona, but I feel more encouraged about potentially the Chiefs leaning on that running game a little bit or even getting the ball to Edward D. Lair or McKinnon uh, through the air, you know, in the backfield and the homes, you know, quick hitters and that sort of thing. You mentioned Sky Moore, another name I'm going to throw out at you. I know you don't really like him. McCole Hardman, you know, he he's set up for situations like this, short little screens. Uh, and there were a couple of passes in week one that Patrick Mahomes later said that he missed Hardman on, that he wanted to get the ball to Hardman more. And so that could certainly be something, too. Yeah. You've called him a gadget guy. That's not the, a wrong assessment of McCole Hardman. But rather than Mahomes having a lot of time to sit back in the pocket and and try to get the ball to MVS or Juju or whatever maybe you try to get to McColl or one of the backs or even Sky Moore with some quick hitters you know in the in the maybe throwing quick slants or maybe even some screens in the backfield uh, that could certainly be the the way that the Chiefs go it's not that and my thing with Hardman is by the way uh, before we take a break and get to Chelsea Messenger 
My thing with Hardman is I don't Hardman gets so deeply and personally offended at any criticism. And I and I sort of get it because he's had to endure plenty of it. I think Hardman is a very useful player for Andy Reid in an offense. Don't get me wrong. I just think the expectation for him to be a guy that's going to get 10 targets a game like Tyreek Hill did, which is why they drafted him, is not going to ever happen. Can he be a dangerous element to an offense? Yeah, any guy with anybody with that kind of speed. I mean, he's a talented player. He's just not a a, a high volume receiver, and I don't think he ever will be. But he can. Yeah, he's a shot guy. I think the upside of Sky Moore is far greater than you know McCole Hardman as a as a true number one, number two type receiver. That's it with Hardman. Hardman can. He's a shot play guy. They need that. They need somebody to take the tops off the of defenses. And he still provides that. And yeah, Gadget plays. Andy Reid's the king of them. We, we saw one in the opener, the little shovel. I mean, they do so many things to set up a defense and keep them on their heels. I suspect, especially early on, that they'll be doing that mm-hmm. against the Chargers to try and neutralize that pass rush because we all know in the NFL, the two keys, right? A great quarterback and on the other side, somebody to disrupt a great quarterback. Like, that's it. That's, what yeah. the mo- that's where the most money goes. That's everything. And these two teams have great quarterbacks and great pass rushers, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a blast. More on that yeah. game. Let's get Chelsea Messenger's thoughts. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Tommy. Finish uh, up there. The only other thing I was going to say, final note on McCool Hardman that I think gives him a little bit of a leg up right now early on in the season is he's a known quantity for Patrick Mahomes. Where the other guys are getting there, Sky Moore is getting there, will eventually get there, but at least Mahomes knows what he's going to get from Hardman. And in a game like this, divisional matchup, I think that's invaluable. For sure. There's no doubt about it. And he knows the Chargers' defense to some degree. Uh, All right, let's take a quick break. We'll bring in Chelsea Messenger. We'll have some fun. We'll break down this game from a betting perspective. Uh, We'll talk about the rest of the NFL weekend. A lot coming up. K-State fans, stay tuned. we got our K-State insider Tim Fitzgerald coming top of the second hour. Jam-packed Thursday edition, Sports Daily. Albrockton Caster, Jad Chambers producing. We'll be right back. Okay, take it easy. We're going in the air. This is Sports Daily on KFH. On the line is the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the Daily Tip podcast for more of Chelsea Messenger analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. And we welcome in Chelsea Messenger, our weekly segment again this year. Always appreciate Chelsea's insight. Uh, Boy, we get a big one out of the gates for Thursday Night Football on Amazon and a big one for us in this part of the world. Good morning, Chelsea. Yeah, good morning. We actually have a good game on Thursday Night Football. I feel like the, the context and the connotation on Thursday Night Football is usually, oh, you get the Jets and the Falcons and they get the color rush uniforms. But finally, we get a great matchup, and uh, that's where a lot of people are thinking that we're going to see a shootout, as we'll talk about the total and also the spread. Yeah, let's let's start with the total, because I, I, one, I told everybody, you better get the Chiefs if you want the Chiefs early, because their number's going to go up, and it's definitely gone up. But on the total, early in the week, I was kind of feeling the under, because I think both of these defenses did so much to get better. And quite frankly, I think both defenses looked really good in week one. 
But now we got injuries to deal with. So how are you looking at the over-under this week? Yeah, there's a surprising trend when we see a total this high that I think is noteworthy here. If you have a total at 54.5 or higher, which this one just went down to 54, but still in a really high range, totals of 54.5 or higher on Thursday night football, 7-0 and to the under, going under the total by 13.8 points per game. That is via the Action Network, and I think a really relevant stat here. I think when you think of a total this high, you need everything to go right. You need every drive to result in a touchdown. You are not rooting for field goals. Uh, so I just think that it's a bit too high for me to want to put money on it. And I think the, the argument on the other side is, well, it's Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. They certainly can go shot for shot and really get this one going uh, quickly. So I think I'm staying away from the total just because I think the under play. But do you really want to root for an under on Thursday night football between these three no, quarterbacks? No, I don't. <laughs> Chelsea, looking at this line, it's moved a little bit since early in the week, as Jacob mentioned. Not as much as we saw in week one with the Chiefs and the Cardinals. But, um, you know, we're looking somewhere between four to four and a half, depending on the, the book that you're looking at. How do you feel about that line, where it's moved, and, and where are you playing that? Yeah, it opened at three and a half. It went to four and a half, but now it's back down to four. I think some of this line movement had to do with some of the injuries, as we saw Keenan Allen not playing in this one, one of the big parts of the offense for the Chargers. I know the Chiefs have some injuries as well, especially on the secondary, but uh, it's tough to ignore the Chargers' numbers against the Chiefs when it comes to the spread. And this is where it's really tough for me to give a side here because we are seeing some sharp action come in on the Chiefs as 62% of the money right now is on the Chiefs. So that is the majority of the money. But look at the Chargers over the last couple of seasons. Since Justin Herbert has been the quarterback, I know you guys know this, the Chargers always play the Chiefs closely. In the last four, mm-hmm. ch- four games between the Chargers and the Chiefs, the Chargers 3-1 and one against the number. Two of those games went to overtime. And two of those, the Chargers won outright. So for me, it's either the Chargers and the points or nothing. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. It's player props in this game feel fruitful, right? Uh, we saw it was you know the star players last week in the NFL. And by the way, thanks for that, uh, thanks for that Joe Mixon prop. I made a little money on that. Um, <laughs> player props in this game that you're in love with? Any of those before we look ahead to all of the NFL? Yeah, I think uh, you were talking about star players in the NFL. That's really a narrative I think I'm going to keep hitting on, even in week two of the NFL, because we saw the big dogs absolutely eating when it came to wide receivers and number one wide receivers across the league. Because think about it, a lot of these quarterbacks didn't play in the preseason, and if they did, it was very limited action. So it seems like they're relying more heavily on the guys they know can beat coverage, the guys who are more reliable. We saw 12 guys in the NFL go over 100 yards receiving in week one. Who fits that mold in this game? Travis Kelsey. I know he's not a number one receiver, but he's a tight end that's probably the most reliable pass catcher for the Kansas City Chiefs in week one. 121 yards receiving on nine targets. That would be the most on the team. Also has great numbers against the Chargers. Went over 100 yards receiving in both games last season, and the Chargers just gave up 79 yards to Darren Waller, who's the tight end for the Raiders. He wasn't even their main receiver. Devontae Adams had 141 yards on 17 targets against this Chargers secondary. So I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey, over 80.5 receiving yards uh, for minus 115 over at Bet MGM. 
Good to know there on the player props for Thursday night football. Chelsea, going back to week one, there were some pretty drunk games uh, in week one, as we all know. A wild, wild opening week in the NFL. Looking ahead to week two, we have five games that have double-digit spreads right now. And one of them that I'm, I'm looking at that is currently a five-star on BetQL is the Broncos minus 10 versus the Texans. Which double-digit spreads are you looking at as far as the underdogs to cover or maybe even the big favorites to cover? Yeah, this is a tough week betting in the NFL because I think if you are betting on double-digit spreads late in the season when some of these teams have kind of given up, maybe that's a solid play. But in week two, we saw all the chaos that went on in week one. I think some of these teams are still kind of finding their footing. So I personally will not be laying 10-plus points with any of these teams. I think the only one you could probably make a case for is the Rams. Uh, kind of having a good bounce-back spot here, laying 10.5 against the Falcons. I think at some point we see Marcus Mariota turn back into a pumpkin. He looked all right in the first week against the Saints, but I'm a Titans fan. I've seen that show before. Plus, I think this is a Rams team that needs to make a statement at home. They have an offense that's solid. You know, we didn't see it against the Bills, but how much are you really going to punish them for looking flat against one of the best teams in the entire NFL? So if there's anybody that can cover, it's probably the Rams. I would not play it, though. I think the dogs that are probably live in this situation, look at the Seahawks, plus 10 against the Niners. Not sure if I believe in Trey Lance just yet, and especially since the Niners really love running the football. I think maybe they play a little bit more conservatively here. And Geno Smith, 9-0 and against the spread in his last nine games. Let's go Hawks. Wow. Uh, on the line, the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Chelsea Messenger, uh, presented by BetMGM. Chelsea, when I'm in, in, you know, we're we're just getting into this in the state of Kansas, so we're going into our week two, right? So we're trying to learn trends and see things. I I feel like after week one, there's always overreactions. Um, we just talked about Denver, um, who probably needed and should have won that game by a lot of points. Cincinnati feels like they could be an overreaction type team too to me this week. The Cowboys look like a dumpster fire right out of the gates. They're all kinds of banged up. Cincinnati had to do literally everything it could to give that game away. I feel like even on the road, Cincinnati, the last time I looked at the number, it was seven, feels like that's one that they're they're being overreacted to from week one. Yeah, I think that's a tough one just because it – We've seen money actually come in on the Cowboys because this was at eight. It's gone down to seven and a half. It's now at seven and a half at that MGM. And I think anything over a touchdown, I think, is really tricky. If the Bengals offense can really get going, obviously a touchdown or two won't be an issue. But still, we have seen backup quarterbacks in the NFL be very good against the number. I was just talking about Geno Smith being one of the best quarterbacks against the spread in his last you know, nine games. So looking at Cooper Rush, who's starting for the Cowboys this week, if you remember last year, he was the starting quarterback for the Cowboys when they were over a touchdown underdog against the Vikings. They won that game outright. So sometimes you have to look at the team as a whole. I will say the Cowboys offensive line is not nearly as strong this year. They've had uh, multiple injuries, and usually it's a team that relies very heavily on that offensive line to you know promote the run game, and it's a lot easier on the quarterback. So I think for that reason, I would be off. I don't think I would play the Bengals there. Chelsea, looking at other player props that you are a fan of coming into week two, you know, you mentioned 
some of the the superstars, you know, leaning on the big time players. Where are you at as far as the top player props in week two? Yeah, I think I'm all aboard the Saquon Barkley train. We all know that this guy is motivated to prove a point because he has been injured for so long and he has so much hype entering his career in the NFL. I'll be taking over his rushing prop over 74 and a half yards. This week, the Giants are going against the Panthers, who just allowed uh, not one, but two quarterbacks or two running backs, excuse me, to run all over them in that first game against the Browns. Nick Chubb had over 100 yards rushing. Kareem Hunt was running physical and averaging more than four yards a carry. So I think a, a way to play this one is going Saquon Barkley over his rushing props. Had a huge game against the Titans, over 160 yards on the ground. Even if you take away his longest rush, which I think was 68 yards or something, he's still close to 100 yards rushing. So I think we see another big game from Saquon. He's motivated. He has a good matchup in this one. So really like his rushing prop. Uh, we'll leave you with one more because it's always fun to look for plus money. Last week, the Vikings were the plus money team. I think that a lot of people were on. Any plus money opportunities you're seeing with the lines this week? Yeah, let's stay on that Giants and Panthers game. I think the the Panthers have a real shot here. I do think they give up some yards to Saquon Barkley, obviously, but it was night and day for this Panthers team in the first half and the second half. In the second half, namely the the fourth quarter, Baker Mayfield actually looked decent. In the first half, he couldn't seem to get the snap right. He was, uh, you know, fumbling a lot of the handoffs, and it just looked really sloppy. But in the second half, we actually saw a semblance of an offense from this Panthers team. He had a, a really big explosive play to Robbie Anderson. So I think we see a, a better Panthers team in this situation. Plus, I think the pressure's off. I feel like the Panthers' first game of the season felt like the Super Bowl to Baker Mayfield. It was mm-hmm. his revenge game against the Browns. I think the pressure's off now going on the road to play the Giants. I do like the Panthers plus two at New York. Now, do you like them plus two or do you like their money line? Oh, I like both of them. Uh, I mean, it's still yeah. a short okay. number, plus two. Uh, but plus 105, yeah. like that, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, Chelsea. Well, we appreciate it. You can follow Chelsea on Twitter. You can, of course, find that Daily Tip and Odyssey uh, Sports Betting Insider podcast. All kinds of great stuff there. We appreciate your time, as always. Yeah, thanks. Good luck tonight. <laughs> Here we go. Chiefs Chargers Thursday Night Football. It'll be a great opportunity. That was the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Chelsea Messenger Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Tommy and I got to tell you about something we'll be doing with the Chiefs and Chargers game tonight. And uh, Tommy... Too much on this game. <laughs> it's so, it's, I, I'm so excited <laughs> about this game. Uh for every reason and all these fun betting things are a part of that. We'll, we'll talk about that when we come back sports daily returns on KFH. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dude, you gotta hear this. Hear this. Go ahead. I think 
want to hear this. Sports Daily is on KFH. Welcome back, everybody. Here we go. Thursday night football. It's going to be a blast. And a part of it, Tommy, that we're really excited about uh, is our opportunity to host a national watch party through the BetQL app. So it's a new opportunity for us, and and it'll be our first time into this, and it's something that that technology is exploring. I've been, since we got this, Tommy, I've really been looking at the BetQL app and exploring it. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Anyway, it's a free download. It's a it's a service for us through Odyssey that basically just gives betting tips, and uh, it's it's free to download. So check it out. They have all kinds of different services, a lot of free ones, some you can pay for if you really want to get into it. But something in there that you'll be able to see in the bottom right corner is a little chat feature on your BetQL app, and that's where we'll be chatting. We'll give you our bets and. To be perfectly honest, I have way too many little different ones. It'll be hard to follow for me. I'm, my head's going to be spinning <laughs> uh, at the same time as we're analyzing this game from a you know non-betting perspective, just you know just from a football perspective. But we're going to be in there, and and the thing I think about this, Tommy, is it's basically, and everybody that's betting is doing this right now. You know that group chat, that group text thread you have with all your buddies when you talk about all your bets every day. Since we've been able to go live with this, that's what this is. But it's with people all over the country. Uh, and we'll be having a ton of fun with it. We'll be in there hosting that, uh, chatting it up with everybody, chiming in. Everybody can, uh, well, we can all either succeed or suffer together. So we're really looking forward to that. It's in that app. Uh, you just download it in the bottom right corner. I think, what are we going, two hours before kick? We'll lay our bets in there, Tommy, and then we'll yep. and then we'll get back in there throughout the game. Yeah, the, the chat is actually live right now. I'm, I'm looking at it. Um, if you if you download the BetQL app, uh, it's right there on the homepage under Featured Chats. You'll be able to see Chargers at Chiefs, KFH Wichita's Sports Daily. You can click on it. And uh, yeah, we'll drop our bets uh, a little bit later uh, on today. I, I'm trying to be really, really thoughtful with the bets that I'm making in this game. Like, because... You know, it's it's a coast to coast nationwide thing. I don't want to look like look like an idiot. Um, so I'm trying to be like super thoughtful and I'm reading all these articles from BetQL. And man, I don't know. Like I know you and, and Chelsea were both talking about the the over under. A lot of people are going with the over. A lot of people are oh, saying that that is like that's the that's the bet to make. Um, so I'm on the fence about it. I'm not super sold on either one. Um, I'm trying to be really thoughtful. I, I haven't made up my I, mind yet. You'll have to download it. the BetQL app later today to see if I actually place that bet or not. Well, the BetQL app likes the over, by the way. They do. Um, they, they like the over quite a bit. And so, you know, that gave me pause among – so I, I just – I'm staying away from it. I think I have it in one little, like, boosted mega parlay thing. You know you know what I mean? I, otherwise, yeah. I, I – I'm oh I'm just I'm not going to touch it. I have the most invested in the Chiefs to cover, uh, just quite simply. Now I took that though early in the week because I thought this would happen. I took it when it was uh, minus three, and now of course it's up to four. It's been up as high as four and a half, so I feel good about that. Uh, but that's that's where the I'm invested the most is just that cover. And you know I'll be we we'll be honest in any of these that we do because these are just strictly from. This part of it, you know, we're we're rooting for the Chiefs. Obviously, we live in sure. Chiefs Kingdom. We want the Chiefs to succeed. 
Um, I say we. My wife's rooting for the Chargers. She's a she's a San Diego San Diegon, um, <laughs> but you know it it's it doesn't matter because when you're talking about this stuff, I, you know I'm I'm mixing in some Charger player props for sure. I, I think Austin Eckler. You know I've I've had a few of his rushing overs. I I'll tell you another one I like is Josh Palmer, um, who's going to get an opportunity with Keenan Allen out. I think he's a good player. And in ha- we'll have an opportunity with the chief secondary a little bit hobbled. So there's there's plenty of Chargers action there. But we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that later today, about two hours before kick. We'll lay our uh, action in there, and then we'll all have some fun. So you know you'll you'll have a chance, Chiefs fans that are listening to this show now, to you know chime in and have fun with some folks maybe that have been betting for a little longer than we have here in the state of Kansas. So jump in there. It's free. Check it out. Let us know what you think and. Hopefully we'll be able to do some more of these, not just for Chiefs games, which we're signed up for for the next handful of Chiefs games at least, but maybe a few more as well. BetQL app, it's a part of our Odyssey family. And you mentioned, you know, Charger action. I I said it at the top of the show. I think Mike Williams has a big night tonight. I'm looking at him player prop-wise for receptions and and receiving yards. I like that a lot. One thing about the BetQL app that I want to get your take on really quickly before we go to break, uh, there's a feature on BetQL where you can link your bets in the different sports books to the BetQL app, and it will give you all your stats. Like it'll tell you your you know win loss record, how you've picked your percentages, your profit what? you've made, all of that. Yeah, there, you can do all of that on the BetQL app uh, under my stats, which makes me a little bit nervous because you know uh, there's part of me like when I lose, I don't want to know that I lost. I just want to move <laughs> on. Uh, but it's got all the stats in there, so you can see every bet you've made and how it turned out and actually give you an idea of your win-loss record. Uh, I'm going to check that out. I, I have not – this this thing is overwhelming with all the stuff that it has. Um, so, I, yeah, let me let me look at that. I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about that either. That's kind of a <laughs> – you know, I don't – we always like to inflate our success when we're talking about sure. gambling, right? Like you, you go to Vegas and you leave the craps table and it's – you know, it's only how much you won, not how much you started with or, you know, lost or anything like that. It's like fishing. Um, you got to inflate right. the story just a little bit, right? I mean, that's You part say of that it. you broke even, but really yeah. you, you didn't. Like that's break no. even is code <laughs> you for recovered I, I, I your initial. My, yeah. You recovered your initial losses. That's you right. Know, whatever, whatever you want to say. Now, I, I can't, man, I can't wait for this game. It's so cool that we get this. It's so cool and, and moderately annoying that we get it on Thursday night football because you get the short week, right, which is never good. But selfishly, Thursday night football gets that spotlight all to itself. It always feels bigger, even when they had crummy matchups, you know, early on. And, they, and they've sort of shied away from that now when Fox started picking up their and CBS started picking up Thursday night football a little bit the matchups have been good for a while like we're we're not dealing with some of the things we dealt with in its inception the prime thing is I, I think it's unfortunate I, you know I don't know I there's certainly fewer questions we field now because people call the TV station when they have you know issues finding channels we have far fewer issues now than we used to with ESPN plus like people kind of just know now, especially during college basketball season, right? When everything's on plus people just sort of know how to find it now. Whereas three years ago when this first was rolled out, like this was the sky is falling type stuff. And we have 
definitely fielded a lot of calls, and, and we try and mention it every day in newscasts just to let people know on this Prime thing because people are very confused as to why they can't watch this on TV. Um, but I, it, streaming is going to be where all of this goes down the road anyway. It's just really interesting. Prime doesn't have a partner, right? Like, they don't have a partner in this. CBS, which I work for a CBS affiliate, it's kicking all its games to the Paramount Plus platform, right? We know Peacock has been doing this for NBC. Um, I don't know if Fox has one. But Prime doesn't have a traditional broadcast partner in this. So that's it, right? Like, it's like it's the only thing where you'll find a National Football League game. That's pretty wild and pretty bold. And granted, Amazon paid up for it. That's a pretty big step for the NFL to take right now because as much as we're all getting used to streaming, not everybody's there. Like if I told my parents, yeah, yeah, if you guys want to watch the game, you got to catch it on Amazon Prime. They would look at me like I was an alien. They wouldn't know what the <laughs> hell I was talking about. Yeah, and just to clear up any rumors, you don't have to buy a pair of shoes or a book or whatever to be able to watch it. Like it's it's a different platform than Amazon. Like and I I've, I've I've talked to a couple of different people that I know that are like, "Man, like I've got Amazon. Like do I just go onto the Amazon app and put something in my cart?" Like no. It doesn't work that way. It's it's Prime Video. It's a streaming service. You don't no purchase necessary to be able to watch this game. Uh well, Except you got to purchase Amazon Prime. Well, but right. what we've but been no telling Amazon people, product, right? What necessary. we've been telling people is like for Chiefs fans that don't have any, you know, because I don't, I don't have a Prime. My my wife has a Prime account. I I don't shop for really anything, especially online. I like to. I'm old school. To, I like to walk in the store and see what I'm getting. If I'm buying a pair of pants, I want to try them on. You know what I mean? Like I'm old school like that. I, I'm in the minority, <laughs> but you can you can sign up for a free trial and then just get rid of it. I mean, that, that's what you, you know, yeah. spoiler alert, hack, here, here's a life hack. If you don't want to deal with it, but you just want to watch the Chiefs this week, sign up for a free account for like a 30-day trial and then get rid of it. You know, that's, that's all you have to do. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a Prime account, and I wasn't even really thinking about it this way, but I've been kind of inundated with calls, uh, mostly over on the other station where we actually have the, yeah. the CRN, the Chiefs broadcast, from people who... It sounds to me like they don't even remember how to use a radio. I mean, I've actually had to, oh, well, you, you just turn this to this number, and, yeah, when, when the game starts. I mean, people who haven't even listened to the radio in a long time are trying to find some way to listen to the game. Well, what perfect opportunity then to tell people that you'll hear the Chiefs radio network, which, by the way, is always, even if you are watching the game, a fantastic idea. Pre-game 6 o'clock over on KNSS. Chiefs radio network is so good at what they do. We talk to Dan Israel every week. Mitch Holt, this is as good as it gets as a team's radio broadcaster. Uh, so you can catch that. National broadcast you can also catch here on KFH, uh, where you'll get the Westwood One national feel to it both of those options are available and of course we're fond of those options uh, as we're radio people here uh, but even if you are watching it you can always tune those in that is a great great idea uh, before we go uh, Chad and Tommy do you know how the hamburger uh, introduces his wife uh, no uh-uh. meet 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 Patty all right uh, okay wow all right mm. 
That you get it because it's because he's a hamburger. Yeah, no, I and like they're they're patty of meat. Yeah, like like no, meat, I like get it. Patty of meat, so meat I, patty. I, yeah, I got it. It's just not funny. Okay, uh, I, I, well, I, I, I'm going to introduce <laughs> some more of these as we go. Wonderful. Um, I can. Good thing Jad has a mute button on his mic because I can tell he's he's dying right now. We'll come back. Hour number two. Tim Fitzgerald joins us. K-State fans, here we go. We'll get you ready for the two-lane game next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.